When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Happy Hour Wednesday, 20 minutes away from the Fantasy Football Friday on a Wednesday because it's a holiday week. 12.20 on Wednesday, so means Brian Baldinger joins us. He's our Odyssey NFL insider. Brought to you by Driveway.com. If you're looking for a car, go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, get it delivered. Brian's also the host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Jason Lockonfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Baldy, what up, Baldy? Happy Thanksgiving, guys. How you doing? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you too, man. We're doing great. Looking forward to uh, a fun holiday weekend. Looking forward to a fun Sunday too. I want to start here though with the Thanksgiving question. Yes, I, I need. I want Baldy's breakdown of what the perfect Thanksgiving plate looks like to you at Baldy's house. Well, I mean, look, I, there's nothing about thank. It's my favorite holiday, so you can't have a great holiday without great food. So, like. I like turkey, but I like ham also. So, you know, the plate's got to be big. You know, and then I like stuffing, but I like mashed potatoes both. I like sweet potatoes, you know, and then I also like, you know, all the corn you could give me. And then if you take the gravy and just pour it all over everything, right? that's the ultimate plate. Now, you can never leave the dessert too close to the plate because the last thing you want to do is be dipping pecan pie mm. You know, as you're eating your turkey, like it's got to be one or the other. So I leave the desserts on the other side of the room until I'm done with the master plate. That sounds outstanding. Now, do you? That's a breakdown. Now, is right there, there anything that Baldy does, or is it all all your wife? Do you fry the turkey? Because like the way you just make that plate seems like like tomorrow, like you're not going to move off off your good chair. Yeah, and I don't want to, Randy. I really don't. <laughs> like, I, I, I work, I work hard enough. <laughs> like there's some days. Like, I just work like a maniac, you know, until today, so that tomorrow I don't have to worry about a thing except just doing what you're supposed to do. Watch football, eat. The girls will take care of everything. But, I, you know, like, look, if they need a hand, I'll give them a hand right now. I cooked the turkey one year. It wasn't too great. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've done some of that stuff. Like, it's just it's not my strength. So I let the other people do it. Yeah, your strength is eating all of it, and it sounds like you've got that part covered. Um let me ask you this from a Falcons perspective. I try to put it in a way that makes more because them them being without Kyle Pitts certainly is a big deal, and it's it's just a bummer to to have him hurt and potentially out for the rest of the season. How much do you think not having Kyle Pitts affects what this offense wants to do? Well, I never really felt like they used Kyle Pitts properly. To be yeah. honest with you, I just didn't think he was targeted enough. I I didn't think you know they're, they're, you know he's not a great blocker not yet. Um, so I don't think they're going to miss that part. But I think they're going to miss his presence, you know, in the huddle, uh, down the field, you know, just his size. I think they're going to miss him. But, it, you know, they played without Cordero Patterson in one games. I didn't think they could win without him. Um, it might open up things more for Drake right now because I don't think they use him properly either. Now, I know they want to run the ball and all that kind of stuff. But, like, it, it's, you know, it's uh, it's a gut punch as you're trying to get to 500 and – you know, see if you can stay in the race as long as you possibly can. 
I mean, it is a gut punch. And I think probably just red zone offense, you're going to miss them, you know, just having that presence, you know, somewhere on the field. But like I said, I, I never felt like they ever used them the way they should have used them to this point. Hey, Baldy, what is it about – what do the Falcons have to do this weekend as they go up to Washington, who is playing well, playing well for their quarterback, uh, getting Chase Young back this weekend? What, what do the Falcons need to do, and what does Washington want to do to, to, to the Falcons outside of just beating them? Well, <clears throat> what they're doing right now, Randy, is they're taking teams like into the phone booth and just knocking the living hell out of them. I mean, defensively, their front is about as good as any in football. The way that Payne, Jonathan Allen – uh, Montez Sweat, the way those guys are playing up front, you know, they fired their defense line coach in training camp because the guys just weren't, they weren't unleashing the power that's within them. And right now, Ridgeway, and you go through the whole list of these guys, Smith Williams, like they're all playing well and they're playing well as a group. And so I think that's where it starts. They're good on the back end. This Derek Forrest is a really good safety. Cam Curl's been there a couple of years. Like they're playing good uh, in other places, but I think if they want to win this game, they've got to match the physicalness up front of this defensive line because, like I said, Randy, they're, they're, they're about as good as anybody in this league right now. What do you make of what's going on in New York with the Jets and Zach Wilson? And we find out today that he's not going to be starting, not even be active this weekend. Uh, Mike White's going to be the starting quarterback. Where, where do they go from here with Zach Wilson? Well, you know, I'm a gambler, right? So there's an old saying, if you're playing blackjack, that scared money doesn't make any money. Right. And you can't play the game scared. And last week, not scared of getting hit or, the, you know, the violence of the game. Maybe he's scared to throw the football last week against the Patriots. And, you know, he, he just didn't – He was, and then when he did throw, he was awful. So, like, Mike White played awesome last year against the Bengals, threw for over 400 yards, and he got hurt the next week against the Colts. Like, the one thing about Mike can do is he's, he's pretty athletic, so if the – protection breaks down with the assortment offensive linemen are playing like he can he has some escapability but he just sees the game really well he sees the field he gets the ball out of his hands fast he makes quick decisions like they might ride if Mike White wins this week against the Bears so he'll definitely start the following week because right now and Randy you can back me up on this like you can't lie to your team right you can't lie and say well he's our quarterback We're, we got to stay with them not when the quarterback everybody knows the quarterback you know, went down his leg last week and then stood in front of the media and said he's fine with the way he played. Right. Like, just own it. Just tell everybody that it was uh, it was a horrible performance. I got to play better. He didn't do any of that. So I agree with the switch. They have to make a switch. And then if he gets his chance to come back, you know, grow up and play the game the way you got to play it. Damn sure. Damn right. Hey, Bob, we saw something on Monday night as far as San Fran just completely dominating. I know yeah. the Cardinals didn't have that, but should is the NFC on alert for the 49ers now that they're all healthy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Randy. Like this team is um, – they've been playing well defensively except for one game against Kansas City. So they, they've got that all covered. And then offensively now, McCaffrey makes such a difference. You know, it just, it just opens up the offense. The spacing is just so much better. Because you got to give you got to give attention to all these different guys, whether it's Kittle or Debo or Ayuk, and and so now they're all healthy. The offense line is good enough, and and so it's just the decision making of of uh, Garoppolo, Randy, and really the way that they space the offense now, like they're not a big deep ball passing team, but short intermediate range passes, like that's what his strength is, and so yes, should the NFC be on alert, um, they could be anybody in either division right now. 
Brian Baldinger joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. He's our Odyssey NFL insider, joins us every Wednesday at 1220. Uh, which team needs Odell Beckham the most? I know there's a handful of teams that he's interested in, and the Cowboys are courting him, all that kind of stuff. Which team do you feel like actually really needs him? I feel like the way the Cowboys played last weekend, like that's where he's going to end up. Like, you know, they're, they're fine with, you know, CD is a really good player, and, you know, they've, they've, they've got players, but if, if Odell is healthy and he played and looked like he did last year, you know, and that's always a question, second ACL and all right, that stuff, right. but if he has the explosiveness back like he did last year, like he's going to make a big difference because ultimately we, teams have to play some man coverage at some point. And if you've got guys that can just beat man coverage, like, you know, you, your safety's got to play back. That opens things up for Pollard and Zeke, and I think it just opens the whole offense up. And so I think that's where he's going to end up. I think Jerry wants him. I just don't think he wants to pay a king's ransom for him at this point because it's going to be a one-year rental probably. Yeah. But to me, that makes the most sense right now. Did you see after that game, is that the reason why when we talk about the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, it's always a year, but – yeah, it's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, you know they, they were horrible. They lost their left tackle. I mean, they played it right in the Cowboys' hands. But, yes, your quarterback knows they've got the Cowboys coming to town. He did the same thing on Monday night against the Eagles week two. It's kind of who he is, Randy. Like, he's good. You know, when you, you play these games in October, November, and you got a 500 team or a bad team, like Justin Jefferson will look all world and all that. But, you know, your quarterback has got to win big games for you. they got to make five, six throws that, you know, almost nobody else can make. And he's always struggled to do that in big games. Hey, Baldy, who do you uh, consider to be the best tight end ever? And how, how close is uh, Travis Kelsey to that now? Uh, uh, Kenzie, Kellen Winslow was really good. I mean, you got to go back to John Mackey and Mike Ditka, yeah. you know, back in another era. Um, you know, just a you know, how nasty Ditka was as a blocker, you know, but, you know, Kelsey blocks enough, but, you know, Tony Gonzalez is really the only competition right now. Tony was an all world, everything. Um, you know, he was a great blocker. Hell, you, you'll go watch him in any pregame warmup. He spent more time run blocking in pregame warmup than he did catching passes, you know, and, but Travis does enough. He's, he's not like afraid to go in there. He had some good blocks the other night against the Chargers, but really there's, there's nobody else in today's game like Travis Kelsey, nobody. So the closest guy would have to be, you know, in the modern era, you'd say is Tony Gonzalez. It's hard for me. It's just hard for me because, you know, I can never say which one is great. I can never put a list. I'm like, they were all damn great, you know. And that's how how I'll always always leave it. So, Baldy, man, we appreciate you, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. And, and, uh, I mean, just help help out the ladies, you know, at least wash the dishes or something, Baldy. (laughs) No, stop, stop that. Come on, man. <laughs> if they're in the kitchen cooking, they can clean it up, too. Like, I got football to watch. I got stories to tell, Randy. Come on. I hear you, buddy. I hear you, my man. Hey, yeah. Happy holidays, it, brother. I'm the provider. Hey, Randy, I'm the, I'm the provider, okay? Like, I do my job, man. I, I, know what I'm, I, I know what my role is. Your job is staying out the way, right? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, I can ruin a good thing in the kitchen, man. Happy Thanksgiving, Appreciate Baldy. it, Brody. All right, guys. You bet, man. Brian Baldinger there, Odyssey NFL Insider, brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And follow Baldy on Twitter at Baldy NFL for great Baldy, Baldy looks, breakdowns. He just looked like he could fry the hell out of turkey. <laughs>